Hello and welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep. I'm your host, Grace Helbig, aka Grace on Helbig the first. Uh, we have Francia Racia. I can't pronounce her name. Francia, like the box wine, but better. Uh, with us on this episode of Not Too Deep, and she is such a treat. She's on Grownish. She's amazing. She is Grownish. She started dating her boyfriend on Grownish. We talk about love, relationship, the industry, and just how she, uh, you know, has worked with everyone under the sun. It turns out, uh, name anyone in Hollywood, and she has a surprising story about somehow working with them. Uh, she's also worked with my favorite, one of my favorite wrestlers, The Miz, and it's uh, a very hilarious tale. So enjoy this episode of Not Too Deep with Francia. Um, okay, I've done some research, and you were in a Christmas movie with the Miz. I was. And I just <laughs> saw him the other day. You did? I was. I'm a big wrestling fan. I went to WrestleMania for the last three years. So am I. But I got to had to miss it this last year. What? You, yeah. Wait, did you go last year? Yeah. In New Orleans? Yeah. Yeah, I was there. Oh, man. Yeah. I, if you saw someone stumbling, that was me. Hilarious. <laughs> Probably, I was too busy screaming. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. talk to me about this. Have you always been a wrestling fan? Yeah. It started when I was little. Okay. And I think it was third or fourth grade, I had a crush on a boy uh -huh. and all he talked about was wrestling. And I was like, yeah, me too. Totally love that. At the time it was WWF. Yeah. No, yeah. that's, I used to watch it with my brothers growing up. And so that was my point of reference. And then when it switched over to WWF, like I fell off for years. And yeah. only in the last like four years have I gotten more into it again. Well, same. I fell off for years and then I got the movie with Mike. Uh -huh. And when they called and they said, hey, we would love for you to be a part of it. I was like, my only condition is, can I go to WrestleMania? <laughs> really? Like, you asked that? <laughs> literally, I didn't know what the script was. I had no idea what I was doing. Oh, like, my God. Turned out to be this badass bounty hunter, but I was like, I just want to go to WrestleMania. That's, like, that's incredible. So got to do the movie, and yeah, I go to WrestleMania pretty much every year. I just couldn't this last year. I don't This year, oh, I don't remember dang. why. Uh, do you have a favorite wrestler? It's tough because I've gotten to meet a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. So, and if Mike hears me and I don't say him, <laughs> and I was just at his gender reveal party, oh, like, really? he will murder me. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, it was fun. I remember, yeah, when we, my friends and I went to like a Monday Night Raw, like at the Staples Center a couple years ago, and that's how we like got back into it. And I remember seeing The Miz and being like, wait a minute, I remember him on Real World, Real World doing this character in the house and isn't everyone that, thought he was crazy. Isn't that crazy? It's nuts. And like, inspiring. He, he manifested this career for himself. Yeah. It's super inspiring. It's so, manifestation is so real. Yeah, but because of that, I was so nervous to work with him because oh. I had also watched The Real World uh, uh -huh. and I was like, he's an asshole. <laughs> Yeah. Like he's a jerk. I really rooted for him and Coral to get together. I did too. I did too. But <laughs> what was your, what ended up being your first impression of him on set? I was shocked because he's the nicest human you will ever meet in your life. Aww. Like he's amazing. I that's adore great to hear. him. I don't like Miz yeah. very much. But that's how you know he's doing a good job acting. He's amazing <laughs> at it. And he t definitely turns it on when the yeah. cameras are rolling. Because we're, I mean, we were um, at our chairs just having a normal casual conversation about family and stuff. Uh -huh. And then EPK came over to film and he just turned it on. And I literally <laughs> was like not prepared. And I was like, I don't know who you are right now, but I don't like you. Yeah. All of a sudden, oh my God, this is a Dr. Jekyll Hyde situation going oh, on right funny. now. Are you going 
going to Raw when um it's in a couple weeks. I I mean I went to WrestleMania. I always want to go. It's just like scheduling stuff. But I've also kind of like fallen off from WrestleMania. Going into this WrestleMania, I felt like the least prepared. I felt yeah. like I hadn't kept up with all the storylines and everything. Um. And but it was really cool to see like this is the first time that the females were like mm-hmm. the big ticket. But also, you know, those events are like ten thousand hours long. Yeah. So by the time you get to the final like match, which is like the headliner, you're like, I got I would like to leave now. I am very exhausted. Yeah, it's also quite wait, are you there for the pre-show? We they cause we're they want like social media influencers to like come and be part of it and like mm-hmm. buzz around it and that sort of thing. So we tried to get there as like decent time as we could to run this marathon of this event um but we didn't see the full pre-show no. oh, okay have I, you thought of your wrestling persona i have and i haven't figured it out yet okay. like, <laughs> so i every time i go on the red carpet my name is delilah rose because that's the only way i can channel this whatever happens on there <laughs> Wait, this is how you prepare to do red carpets? Yes, red carpets or when I have to host anything or whatever. Like Uh I have to channel Delilah Rose, which I loved uh, Xena the Warrior Princess growing up. Uh So like it's a little bit of her, but I call her Delilah. Yeah. My car's name is Xena. And so I just really, (laughs) I I name everything. So I literally have to channel her. So I feel like it would be Delilah Rose. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's a great name. Yeah. That sounds like like almost like either a porn star or like an American gladiator well, which kind of what wrestlers are all in one well, i took a pole class you and, did? <laughs> and that's where i, I have all these stories know, and like, they were like you need a stripper name i was like so that's where delilah rose happened that's incredible well you know what i might have to change it on my postmates now <laughs> <laughs> no i my uh name is melody janitor on all the apps that are in my neighborhood yeah mine's delilah rose that's fantastic i literally never answer the door i make my boyfriend do it and the one time uh-oh Oh, no. And they were like, aren't you? And I was like, mm-mm. My name's Delilah. <laughs> I get it. I don't even know who that actress is. What does she do? Oh, that's so funny. Um, yeah, you just did the Golden Globes red carpet, right? Yeah. No, I've I've only been on a handful of red carpets, and they're incredibly stressful to me and overwhelming because there's just so much frenzied energy going on, and there's just like everyone has different missions going mm-hmm. on. How was that for you? It was a different type of frenzy, crazy. Really? I have so much respect for hosts Yeah, now. I didn't know people were in their ear telling them what to do. Oh, or like say. the little earpiece? Yeah. I had no idea. I was a nervous wreck, and I didn't know how to channel Delilah in that environment <laughs> because I, Delilah was confused. <laughs> all you have to do is smile. That's all you have to do. And re- Well, I read a teleprompter that's like this big, and oh, I no. need glasses, but I'm not going to have glasses. And then I you know, had people in my ear like, oh, so-and-so just posted this on Instagram, asked this. And I'm like, oh, I don't, uh, well, I didn't hear the last part. What? <laughs> and then you look crazy because you're trying to hear what's in your, the voices in your head, literally. The voices in your head as Charlize Theron is giving an answer oh and I'm just God. staring at her beautiful, precious skin. Like, <laughs> I mean, like I love you, yeah. but I'm trying not to act like it right now. <laughs> I don't know how to not look like a creep right now. Uh, yeah, those environments are so chaotic. It's nuts. Yeah. Would you do it again? I would definitely do it again. Really? For sure. It's it's a lot of fun. It was interesting being on that side. And I think it's just because I want to be at the parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that I would do it again. Have you had any super memorable experiences at after parties? Um, Let's see. Memorable, memorable. Or like fangirl moments. Oh, yeah. Uh, so many fangirl moments for sure. Um. Not at this after party specifically, but there's definitely fangirl moments where I've seen like members from NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually went to Nick Carter's wedding. 
Yeah. What? Okay, you have so many just casual tidbits about yourself. That yeah, I'm not realizing it until we're talking about it right now. It's like, wow, I've kind of lived a life. How did that come about? My really good friend and also real estate agent uh-huh. is his real estate agent. Okay. And he was like, I need a plus one. And I know you're really good around those environments. I was like, yeah, for sure. And I went and all of Backstreet Boys was there. And wow. I was like really trying to keep my cool. I saw them in Vegas. And I lost my fucking mind. Yeah. I didn't, I knew I was going to have a great time. I would think I was more of an in-sync girl growing up. So I was like, this will still be really fun. And I like couldn't contain myself. Lost my shit. I became like the biggest fan in the universe, unbeknownst <laughs> to me. And I just like was screaming and crying and like, oh, it was knowing every lyric. Emotional. It was emotional. It yeah. was emotional. Somehow I had every lyric registered in the back of my brain that's still. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah that's definitely fun. what happened. Oh, how was the party? It was great. And Kevin and I had a heart to heart about the entertainment industry. And really? I was like, I am getting schooled about the business right now from Kevin. That's, like, he always seems to me like the big brother that has yeah. like wisdom. Yeah. I mean, he's the oldest of all of them. Right. That's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We had, I had a, I posted a picture. I'm sure it's on my Instagram where I'm like, this, this happened. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Okay. Do you, speaking of like social media, are you into it? Is it something you do as like a byproduct of like working or is it something that you genuinely enjoy? I'm learning to genuinely enjoy it. Yeah. For a long time, especially when it first started. I mean, it didn't exist when I was started in this industry. Mm-hmm. Like back when I was on Secret Life, the American Teenager, I think yeah. Instagram started probably our last season. Oh, wow. And I didn't know what to post. I remember with Twitter, I'm like, so I'm supposed to tell people where I'm at? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah. What? I don't get it. So na- so it tr- was work for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I got to figure out what my brand is. Sure. And like figure out how to make it all pretty. And I feel like my page is all over the place, but I'm actually finding that the, the feedback I'm getting is it's more genuine. And I feel like people actually know me from what people are telling me. I was like, oh, so I got to just, yeah, I kind of just have to keep it up. It looks like it, people can tell it's you posting. Yeah. It's not like a team behind you, like pretending to be you yeah. posting these things. But I'm definitely conscious. Like there's things that I want to post that I don't. Like, for example, my friends and I were watching The Bachelorette last night <laughs> and there was so much I wanted to post, but Hannah follows me and I'm like, I don't oh, want to really? be offended. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, <laughs> like, I just want to be real. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if this guy's going to win, but this is how I feel. <laughs> I haven't watched this season. That's the, This is the one season that I've fallen off from because I uh, I just got, I was so bored last season. Yes. I didn't know I was going to be as entertained as I am. Really? So I should pick it up this season? I, I recommend it because I okay. thought I would be so bored. And it's really all my girls got together. We haven't done this the last few seasons. It was yeah. me and my boyfriend, but we're getting together, drinking wine and oh. yelling. But, yeah. Like men with sports. Yes. Yeah. But I'm over here being like, he's a liar. <laughs> and this other girl's like, but he's so hot. And then fast forward, she's like, I take back everything. I'm like, I can smell a douchebag from a mile away. Don't try. Don't test me. I know. Oh, that's incredible. Okay. I will. I mean, I don't really need a reason to get into it. I should already be into it. I'm obsessed with reality television anyway. There you go. It's a lot more entertaining than I thought. I'll tell you that. Yeah. yeah. Do you watch any other reality TV? Not really. I think that's really my only vice. Unless, unless, is there anything else? She, she knows me more than I know myself. <laughs> reality shows, other than wrestling. Other than wrestling, which is the greatest reality programming of all time. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Who's your favorite wrestler? Ooh, I I'm, I love Finn Balor. 
Okay. Valor Club. Um, but he had he is a little kind he's a little boring to me. I love Dean Ambrose, but now he's he's retired. No, he's not. Well, he's moving to like a different He just uh yeah, he AEW just AEW or something. Or there's oh, some other Cody uh, Rhodes yeah, started a new wrestling. Yeah, yeah he, he just debuted there the other day. Apparently there's a lot of people that are gonna be kind of following suit. It's very scandalous behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. I can't wait to watch. It's like its own reality TV show. Oh yeah, it's like crazy right now. And apparently um someone just tweeted like kind of promoting it that mm-hmm. I think might get people nervous but Uh-oh. we'll see cool I can't wait to check oh, it out I can't believe I didn't say this I love Jeff Hardy like that's oh, my oh yeah the Hardy brothers uh when I was at Wrestlemania two years ago and they came out out mm-hmm. of retirement there were like grown men next to me sobbing and I, I was like this is incredible I lost it <laughs> you did lost it <laughs> and see I wasn't even that familiar I like kind of knew and I was like those men like I they're sort of familiar to me but I don't know the gravity of this for everyone else like yeah. I've been in love with Jeff Hardy since <laughs> I was little like I oh. lost it I would have been crying with them that's incredible um is there do you have like people that you follow on social media or on Instagram that's like your go-to um e-news E-news, L- really? Listen, their stories, this is my thing. I oh, just, I do click on their stories a lot. Because the commentary afterwards are so funny. <laughs> oh, you mean the comments on their No, thing? like the videos that they post kind oh, of with their reaction. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, what was it? Um, they posted something today. And then Lindsay Lohan from Mean Girls was like comment afterwards. What was it about uh, people getting along? Like it doesn't matter. I don't oh. remember what it was. Something about Sophia Richie and oh, really? Scott Disick. Yeah, so I, it That's entertains great. me in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Those are your morning mantras? It's my morning ones. <laughs> I, whatever my sister sends me. I, got, I was sobbing this morning watching America's Got Talent. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's so great. We all have those vices online that really hit us in the feels sometimes. Um, Okay, let's talk about Secret Life. Because I remember watching this show uh, when it first came out, and I was so, like, floored by it. Because I remember seeing it and being like, what is this? Oh, whoa, this is serious stuff. This is like a... Uh, almost like a soap opera for like high schoolers. Yeah. And the way, because I remember Degrassi growing up mm-hmm. was like in the same vein where it's like handling a lot of really serious but actual like realistic issues Wait, for like high schoolers. Are you an OG Jimmy fan? Oh, oh, Jimmy in the wheelchair? Jimmy in the wheelchair? Yeah. This, pre-drink? This pre-drink. <laughs> You're a real one. This is pre-drink. Oh, yeah. I used to intern at the N in New York. And, like, one of my internships, uh, I would get sent dailies from the set. And that's how I learned what Degrassi was. Because I didn't have, oh. in college, I didn't have a TV. So I wasn't watching anything. Nor did we have, like, that station on, like, our local access, whatever. It was a random station that it aired on. It was nuts. I got obsessed with it. Because yeah. I was like, there's nothing like this mm-hmm. for this age group out. Um, how was it working on Secret Life? Were you like, did did everyone understand like that? That was how big it was. No, really. I don't. Th- I think it's still hard for us to understand it. Yeah, because that went for like what five years or something. Something like that. We don't even know. And wow. it's crazy because you know it's referred to as like a cult classic. Yeah, similar to maybe Saved by the Bell or something. Uh-huh. That's what we've heard, and we're like, what? <laughs> Really? Really? Yeah, that's like it's so weird. I remember with um when I first auditioned for Grownish, mm-hmm. um Yara knew who I was right away, but I thought it was because we met and like she played it off like we've met before, and I was like, I don't know. 
don't know if we have, but okay. <laughs> and now we're second season, we're filming. And then all of a sudden, Yara, Chloe, and Hallie were like, yo, Secret Life was my jam. Ah! And I'm like, what? That's really? Incredible. Yeah. They were like, Yara goes, I was starstruck when I first saw you. And wow. Chloe and Hallie, I'm like, what? They were like, yeah, we tried to keep it cool. Oh, and that's so, so crazy. But no, we didn't know at the time. I was 19 when I was filming it. Wow. Did you film here in Los Angeles? Yeah. Okay. I've been very lucky with both shows. We were at the Warner Brothers Ranch. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, but we didn't realize it. I mean, winning a Teen Choice Award, like, five episodes in was really cool. It's nuts. Yeah. Because yeah. there was just nothing like it. I remember being just so fascinated by it. Because mm -hmm. I was like, how is there nothing like this? And everything that is sort of like this is, like, really cheesy and really sappy. And I, this feels more realistic to me. I guess the Seventh Heaven is, like, the closest, like, counterpart. Well, you know it's the same creator. Right. It's the same guy. Uh, female. Or female, rather. The... Uh, did it come on after Seventh Heaven was mm -hmm. already done? Okay. Yeah, like years later. Okay. So she was a part of Blossom and Seventh Heaven and this. Oh, she's got a, a niche. I know, That's right? Sure. <laughs> so what's it like working on Grownish now? What was that audition process like? It was interesting um, because, well, first of all, I got the script and I was in a weird time where I was like, I don't look my age. I'm 30 years old. I'll mm -hmm. be 31 in July, but I look 17. Right. So it was a time where it's like, I was getting a lot of auditions to play my age, but I'm not. Oh, like, okay. I don't look it. And yeah. then, you know, if I was going out for stuff that was younger, I was, you know, looked the part. But right. when producers, I guess, know how old you are, it kind of confuses them a bit. And they're like, yeah. we don't know if she can do this. And I didn't, at first I was like, I don't know if like, can I be on set with a bunch of young people? But turns out um, they're a lot more mature than I am. <laughs> if you've ever heard Yara Shahidi speak. Um, just... Yeah, she is the most inspiring, like, entrepreneurial person in mm -hmm. the world. Yeah, I want to be like her when I grow up yeah. someday. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. I'll... I went to college too. <laughs> no. Yeah, isn't she, like, doesn't she play, like, a million instruments? And, like, is she in school now in the background? Yeah. Yeah. She was doing homework while we are on set. And that's disgusting. In between takes, reading. She loves to read. She Ugh, loves history. She's gross. teaching me about the Boston Tea Party on set. Like, just like, <laughs> did you guys know this part? And I'm like, I'm trying to figure out these taxes right now. <laughs> I don't know. That's so funny. Yeah, how is set? It seems like, I mean, everyone seems like they're having a great time. Like, yeah, the yeah. behind the scenes of it all on social media, it looks like everyone's genuinely enjoying themselves. We are so close. It's not even funny. Like, oh. we're really good friends. We have so much fun. And I feel bad sometimes because they call action and we don't hear it. Oh, we're really? <laughs> so sometimes some of the stuff you guys see on TV, like, before the dialogue starts, us having conversation, those are all real. Wow. Like, we're really laughing, really having conversation, just goofing around. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, But like Yara, I feel like, in you know, going through all of your social media, you're really active in activism on, especially on Twitter. Right. And like, I'm always curious about that for like, where do you find your balance and how much you... Uh, dive into being more of an activist online versus like holding back? I guess I'm still trying to figure that out. I mean, there are certain topics that just pissed me off so much that I just couldn't yeah. stay quiet. And I've learned how important our platform is and using our voices and mm -hmm. speaking for those that don't know how to speak for themselves. Like, you know, when um, DACA was first being challenged, it was like, I didn't even, I wasn't even aware what really what it was. Right. And I thought I had family that was in danger. And I was like, what? I, I don't understand why we're being called aliens. And like, we're these people that 
are just raping the United States. Yeah. Like what's happening? And so that really frustrated me because I'm, you know, meeting so many peers that are part of the program and they're working their asses off to just live. Yeah. Just live, just work, go to school, all of this stuff. So I had to say something because I'm a daughter of immigrants. My mom's from Mexico. My dad's from Honduras. Mm-hmm. And They've worked so hard to not just for themselves, but for us. My dad has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame down the street. From yeah, here. your dad's a major radio personality, right? Yeah, and I'm like, and he's from Honduras. Like, it's amazing. Just came here, and he, you know, I, uh, he did a lot of philanthropy work, you know, building homes and stuff. So it really hurt my feelings more so because we mm-hmm. consider ourselves like family. Like, if you're from Mexico or just Latino, like we get you. Like, we're just family. Yeah. So that that really upset me, and then obviously the whole abortion. Yeah. Like, yeah, that one's still hot and bothering to, uh, I think, all of us. Yeah. I mean, you cannot tell me what to do with my body. Like, obviously, you know, we all have our opinions about it, but it's it's that about 25 guys Mm -hmm. telling a woman. Oh, the photos of the men that have, it's infuriating. It makes me want to throw my laptop out my window. Well, then I read some quotes. Someone posted some quotes from some of these conservatives saying, well, if a woman was being raped, her body has the power to shut it down. Oh, my God. So, okay. <laughs> I think they're getting us confused with like the Avengers on some level. Yeah. That's not how I bodies wish. work. Yeah. I'm sure some of these women wish. Yeah. Yeah. And then when it comes to, you know, to rape and, you know, incest, it's just like, it's a real thing, guys. Mm-hmm. So, like, what are you going to do? And now, you know, their whole um, logic to it is we're just trying to save babies. But to me, they're just putting more babies in danger yeah. because there's children that are being raped and mm-hmm. pregnant. So that's that doesn't tell me that. Yeah. Well, I think that's really amazing that you're lending your voice to that because I think like being on shows like Grownish and mm-hmm. Secret Life, they're already really impactful for people. And to know that behind the scenes and off camera, you're just as impacted by the things that might get brought up on the show is really, I think, cool for people to see. I appreciate that. Thank you. It also just makes you a human being, you know, like it makes it more interesting and fun and exciting to follow you online to know that like behind the scenes, you have actual opinions and thoughts. And it's not just this glossy magazine cover of like who you are. I've Um, held back. I appreciate it. That's inspiring me to speak more. I just, you know, I'm at the age where I will have children soon. mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm in my 30s and I just don't, I'm scared for them to grow up in a world like this. Yeah. And so if I can do something about it and unite with other people, so it's not as crazy as it is right now, I'm going to do it. I mean, that's great. Back in the day, we didn't have Twitter like we do now. Right. And I just didn't get it. And it's that thing, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. So mm-hmm. it's like, use your power for good. Yeah, exactly. You know? Be the change you want to see and all that, all those fun, all inspiring those fun quotes. quotes. They're on my see. explore page on Instagram all the time. They're on e-news too sometimes. <laughs> Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we have more questions, especially about Life Size 2. I'm very excited to hear oh, all yeah. about this. We'll be right back with more Not Too Deep. Are you tired of unpredictable hair color results? Say hello to Color & Co. Personalized Hair Color by L'Oreal. At colorandco.com, you can get a free instant video consultation with an expert colorist from the comfort of your own home. Your colorist is there to help you create the precise color you've been looking for. Based on your hair goals and needs, they will prescribe a personalized shade that's custom blended just for you. But truly personalized hair color goes beyond a custom shade. Color & Co. also personalizes your instructions and application to ensure accurate 
flawless results. In just a few days, you will receive your personalized color box along with all the tools and tips you need to guarantee vibrant, soft, and shiny hair with endless hair color possibilities. There's finally one you can call your own. I think this is fantastic. I hate going to salons because I have a terrible time telling people exactly how I want my hair color cut and done and just I don't know how to describe color you guys know this of me by now so to be able to get assisted online from the comfort of my own home wearing sweatpants and not be judged by fancy salon folk uh, what more could you ask for Take the guesswork out of at-home hair color with Color & Co. Personalized Hair Color by L'Oreal. Use promo code GRACE at colorandco.com for $10 off your first personalized color box. That's colorandco.com, promo code GRACE for $10 off your first personalized color box. Okay, let's talk about Life Size 2. Okay. This is very exciting. Um... Tyra Banks. Yes. Back again. Yeah. Did you watch the first one? Of course. Yeah. Well, I think every girl grows up, but that's like a Bible in a way. Right. Uh, so what was that audition process like? And then hearing that you booked that. I didn't audition. They offered it to you? Yeah. That's incredible. It was crazy. Yeah. I was getting my nails done. <laughs> and I had foil on my gels. Oh, no. And my manager calls me. <laughs> And I'm like this, uh-huh. screaming in the salon. I was like, they're doing another one? <laughs> and I get to be in it? Yeah. Oh, I was like, which role? Amazing. Is Tyra in it? Is Lindsay in it? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. All of it. How was filming? It was fun. I love Tyra Banks so much. Yeah. What she, she's, uh, I mean, a huge personality, obviously. Mm-hmm. I've interacted with her very minorly on Twitter, and it blew my mind. Um, but what was it like shooting with her? Everything you hope she is. Really? It's like so much more. Oh, like, wow. it's amazing. And, you know, she really takes people under her wing. And she, I think she understands the platform she has. Yeah. And so it's not that she has it always turned on, but she'll literally have serious conversations with you and really give you advice. And she wants you to do well. Really? Yeah. Because that's the vibe she puts out. It's so nice to know that it's not a false sort of personality and she took the relationship she and i had very seriously so when we first met she's like i feel like we should do dinner or like go to the spa or something do you like massages i'm like yeah sure (laughs) and so then her assistant hit me up and was like hey are you available for a massage this time i'm like oh my god i'm really i'm I'm really gonna go to the spa with tyra banks (laughs) and she had me pick her up so i'm like in a car ride with tyra banks oh don't crash I'm in Atlanta in a rental. I don't know Atlanta. And I'm oh like, my God. this woman's life. Yeah. She's a mom. <laughs> wow. Precious cargo. Yeah. And I wasn't going to say this, but I heard Tyra talk about it in an interview. She's like, yeah, we went to the spa and I forgot my bathing suit. And we were just like naked in the hot tub. <laughs> a real like thrown into a bonding moment. It was really like we were bonding. I was like. Cool. And it was it was t- totally fine. Like, yeah. I, you know, I was like, you know, it, it, I know it's Tyra Banks, but we're fine. It's fine. But I'm in a hot tub with Tyra Banks and we're like That's... naked right now. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, it was fun. And we just had girl talk, got our massages and she wasn't ready to leave. She goes, do you want to go into like the quiet room and take a nap? I said, mm-hmm. I like, <laughs> I like naps. 
Natural. <laughs> so you're like, I've just been naked and slept next to Tyra Banks for a day. Yeah. And wow. we really got to know each other. And it actually really helped our relationship while we were filming. Oh, like, that's incredible. Yeah, it was awesome. That's super cool. So it was the best experience of my life. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you top that. I don't either. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, what do you do for downtime on sets? Um, I take a nap. Oh, yeah? We are on set 15, like, 17 hours a day sometimes. Really? It's a lot. So we block shoot, meaning we're shooting two episodes at a time. Okay. So from shooting episode one in the morning, we might go to episode two at the end in the afternoon and Uh then go back and then table reads. So we like to run to our trailers to take a nap for five minutes. Or if we don't have time, we'll just be on set talking or find a place to take a nap or at craft service. <laughs> You're like, we're very tired. We're so tired. <laughs> we're very tired. What do you do when you're not shooting? While I'm filming while while I'm filming or when I'm on hiatus. Like when right you're now, on hiatus. When I'm on hiatus. So this season, last season I was filming Life Size 2. Mm-hmm. This season I had to take some personal time to figure out a lot of things like with family and stuff, yeah. going to the doctor, which you don't have time to do. Oh, true. Just like general health stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I took this season to do that. And I'm actually currently training to be a yoga sculpt teacher. Really? Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm in teacher training right now. What's that like? It's fun. It's interesting. And it's definitely another muscle that I never um, thought I'd tap into or realize I didn't have. I don't have a script per se to like oh, true, yeah. build a character on. And I'm not that type of person to be like, okay, now breathe and bring your intention <laughs> into your heart and your core. And yeah. Uh, punch your spine. I don't know. It's all this stuff. So it's definitely another person that I have to figure out. Yeah. But I, I enjoy it and I really do want to teach. That's cool. So I'm going to figure out how I'll have time to do that. Yeah. Is there a certain number of hours that you have to do to get certified? Um, So I'll be able to get certified after these five weeks. I've okay. been doing um five. Okay. Five weeks, Fridays and Saturdays, three and a half hours. Okay. But you have to complete 50 hours to be a teacher. So I have to do the extension after these five weeks. Okay. If I want to teach. And then I have to observe classes and take the boring C1 classes and all this other stuff. I have to take an anatomy class on Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like a lot. It's fun though. I really like it. Yeah, it sounds intense. Yeah, so come take my class whenever I find one. (laughs) I'm so bad at yoga. It's uh, in any of those classes. I took a Zumba class once and it did not go well for me I uh but I had fun so come so I can watch because I need to have fun (laughs) I'll play loud music so you don't hear me laughing there you go yeah I literally could not I I knew I didn't have rhythm and it really really confirmed it for me immediately so I'm just laughing in the back of the class like a looney tune at myself that's looking in a mirror realizing I can't do simple grapevines to save my life that's amazing yeah oh it was so it was um it was an eye-opening experience um, okay, which Gronish co-star would you most want to be handcuffed to? Where would we be? Um, let's say you had to do one full normal day. One. Um, wow, that's a tough one because it would be with the girls, but I don't know which girl. <laughs> uh, a normal day. I don't even know what that looks like. I'm just going to say Emily because she's very responsible. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's and she'll great. make sure that I eat. She'll make sure I exercise. She'll make sure that we breathe. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So she'll be just like an actual mom. Yeah. She is our mom. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Like Trevor will be farting on set and she'll go, Trevor, that's not very nice. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. You guys have like goofs and spoofs on set. Do you prank each other? 
uh, we've, I don't think we've pranked each other. I think Trevor's enough of um, entertainment. We don't have to do that. Yeah. And we're just like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> it's really the, his farting that just... <laughs> on purpose? Or is it just he has a, a digestive health issue going no, on? No, on purpose. Oh. <laughs> I can't hold the guys. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Uh, it's really great to be in like a closed off unventilated room when oh, all this happens. The best is when we have fried chicken on set and he has a plate of fried chicken and mac and cheese and all, and greens on his lap. They're about to call action. Uh-huh. He puts it on the floor and he's farting. Oh my God. And then God. they call action and we're like, we know what you're farting right now because I'm staring <laughs> at the plate. Oh, that is disgusting. Yeah. But also, um, it's memorable. Very. <laughs> he makes an entrance. Um, okay, your boyfriend I saw. Yes. Uh, you guys have been together for a year and a half. Yeah. A year and a half. Mm-hmm. How did you guys meet? Well, he's on the crew for Gronish. Oh, cool. Well, he was. First season, he was in the camera department. Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. And he said, I don't remember this, but he said he made his move after the harassment meeting. <laughs> so you had an onset meeting, which everyone was understanding the rules and regulations uh-huh. and what's appropriate on set. And then he was inspired by that meeting to come hit on you. <laughs> I guess. I guess. But it worked out. What was his opening line? Do you remember? I don't even remember. I was so not in a place to date at that time. Yeah. I hate being this person. But that's it when it happens. Happen when you least expect it. Yeah. I wasn't in a place to date. You know, I was really nervous about this job. One, I was playing 19 and right. 18. And I um, uh, was doing comedy for the first time. Mm. So I was really in my head. Oh, it was the first time that you were doing comedy. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And my character changed from my audition. Like at the table read, I found out. And Kenya comes up to me. He's like, yeah, it's completely different now. Like, <laughs> you're going to have to figure that out with us. I'm like, oh, oh easy. So cool. I don't, I don't know who she is, you know. Wow. So it's been a fun journey. But I didn't even realize he was hitting on me or anything, but yeah. I had heard from the hair and makeup department, oh, you have a secret admirer. And I was like, okay, well, please don't tell me who it is because then I'm going to get weird around <laughs> yeah. him and I don't want to get weird. Uh huh. And I saw an exchange between him and Yara one time and I was like, oh God, it's him. Oh, uh- <laughs> no, like he, and he is very attractive, but like, I was just so no. Mm-hmm. And then um, he... Oh, he and I were talking randomly. Our Kenya Barris was there and then he walked away and I was like, God, I can't wait for lunch. Mm-hmm. I'm so hungry. He goes, yeah, I don't really eat that much. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, I take a nap during lunch. I'm not big on food and stuff. I said, you're a weirdo. <laughs> and then he goes, so like, do you want to grab lunch this weekend? And I looked at him and I realized it was him. And I went, I thought you don't eat. And then I ran away. <laughs> A modern romance. Yeah, that's uh, how it started. That's so sweet. Yeah. What was it like dating while working together? Well, we didn't tell anyone. Yeah. So it was fun because it was a secret. Yeah. <laughs> but I was so professional. I was like, you're mm-hmm. not allowed in my trailer. Yeah. You do not come anywhere near my trailer. <laughs> We are not together on set. Yeah. Um, but I think people started noticing because he would walk me to my car when I was leaving. And oh. he, people noticed that we talked a lot. Mm-hmm. He's like a big brother to Yara. So he would talk to Yara a lot too. But I gotcha. think people were like, oh, is something going on? And then I think right before we wrapped, and at this point he's my boyfriend. Yeah. Um, our uh, dialect coach was like, are you good? Is he bothering you? And I was like, no, why? She goes, I'm just looking out for you, girl. I just, if if anyone ever makes you uncomfortable, you let me know. Uh-huh. Little did she know that I'm like, no, he's just asking me if I'm making dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> or, 
were there, but I was like, no, I'll tell you. I promise. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. How did, did people just eventually sort of find out about it? Oh, I posted it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> like, let me rip off the bandaid. Yeah, I pretty much posted it. And oh, then it sweet. was like... But it's also nice, I'm sure, dating someone that's in this industry but isn't, like, doing exactly what you're doing. That, like, understands, like, how, like, arduous it can be. Yes, but I, he's behind the scenes. So right. a lot of the on-camera stuff he doesn't get. Like, he doesn't mm. understand why I have to get my makeup and hair done every time <laughs> I go out on a carpet. He's like, we're going to a movie. I said, yes, but it is a premiere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I will be photographed. <laughs> You do your makeup just fine. I was like, but it doesn't photograph. <laughs> there is a difference. And I'm given a budget. So I'm going to take the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's still like trying to understand that side of it. Oh, that's and then, very sweet. yeah. So it, it's really cute. So he gets, you know, the hours and all that stuff. But the other stuff, he's like, um, that's too much for me. You go do your thing. I'll hold your purse. <laughs> Well, that's great. Everyone needs that. Yeah, exactly. That's very sweet. Okay, we're going to take one last break. When we get back, we have a bunch of internet questions for you. Oh, God, I'm People nervous about those. have lots of things they want to know. So we'll be right back with more Not Too Deep. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Well, BetterHelp Online Counseling can help. They offer licensed professional counselors who are specialized in issues like depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBTQ matters, grief, self-esteem, and more. They connect you with professional counselors in a safe and private online environment. You can get help at your own time, at your own pace. Everything you share is confidential. It's so convenient you can schedule secure video or phone sessions as well as chat and text with your therapist. And if for some reason you're not happy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. Best of all, it's affordable. And you guys will get 10% off your first month with the discount code GRACE. So why not get started? Go to betterhelp.com grace and you fill out a questionnaire that will help them assess your needs and match you with a counselor that you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash grace. Okay, we're going to get into these uh, internet questions, but before we do, I'm going to ask you the two questions, ask every single guest that's on the podcast. And the first is, who alive or dead would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Mm, cold spaghetti. <laughs> mm -hmm. Would that be a good or bad thing? Like, it's up to you. Cold spaghetti at? <laughs> Donald Trump? Yeah. Yeah. That's um that's a pretty popular answer and as of I like... want it to be very spicy. <laughs> <laughs> and land in his eyes. I think that's a great answer. I can visualize it in my head. <laughs> um okay, the other question is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or close call, but you can only use three words or small phrases. So mine is a uh, college jogging front lawn. Okay. Oh, okay. Um <laughs> close call. Mm. Beans, uh -oh. date, bedtime. <laughs> uh, sounds like a great date to me. <laughs> sounds really fun. No follow-up questions here. Uh, okay, let's get into these questions from Twitter and Instagram. Someone wants to know, if you could time travel, where would you go? I would probably go back to the Secret Life days. Really? And enjoy it. Yeah, what kind of advice would you give, like, your younger self? Were you so, like, nervous about it that you don't feel like you enjoyed it? I think I was nervous about what was next. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. You know how you have so many people in your ear being like, well, you got to have a plan and you got to what's after this and this isn't going to last forever. And not only that, but when you get when you're doing interviews like you and I right now, what are you working on now? Yeah. And it's like, well, I'm on film and grown. It's like, what do you expect? It's not that easy to get a movie. Like, yeah. you know, so I mean, I, and the amount that you're working, like you said, you're working like 15 hour days. Like yeah. that's how, when do you have time to audition for anything? Or exactly. fit in other work. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, we're under contract. So there's only so much work we can do. Mm, okay. So um, I'd probably go back and just tell myself, just enjoy these years. And I did, I had fun, but I don't remember a lot because I was so paranoid annoyed about when it was going to be over and then it was over and I didn't know what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that consumes you and keeps you from being present Yeah, in that moment. Yeah, exactly. I think that's general good advice across the board too. Anyone that books a show, I know that there's other things you want to do and other things sound so much better, but like just enjoy the time because it, it, it only lasts a few seasons and six years sounds like a lot. 10 years sounds like a lot, but mm-hmm. then it's over. It and flies by, I'm sure. Yeah, it flies by and they become your family. Yeah. So with anyone that's on a show and they're like, oh, I'm over it, really enjoy it. Just yeah. take the time because you don't know when you'll be on a show again. Yeah, that's so true. And I think that's something that people probably don't, can't really understand that aren't part of this, you know, industry, like that you're not guaranteed the jobs that you get. No. And so you do live in kind of a little constant paranoia and fear about what's next and like trying to balance that and like be appreciative in the moment of what you're working on is difficult. Yeah. And I think I would tell people to, to continue studying. Like I would stop taking acting class. I was like, I'm fine now. I booked a show. I'm good. Yeah. And I didn't realize that I didn't know how to do anything else but Adrian. Oh, interesting. Which I think is a story of a lot of people. Like I had so many habits that I had developed that when I did go back to acting class after her, uh-huh. um, my acting coach was like, oh, you built some uh, habits we're going to have to break again. You're not even <laughs> listening anymore. And because I knew the script so well and I knew right. the stories, I didn't have to listen Wow. or dive in or dig deep or do any of the work that we have to do in developing a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's probably overlooked. Like mm-hmm. you said, interesting. Um, Someone's no, this might be too deep, but how do you feel about representing Latinas on Grownish? Hmm. Do you get a lot of um, messages from people about that sort of thing? Yeah. And I actually don't even know how to take that question because I'm playing a Cuban character and I'm not Cuban. Oh, okay. Uh huh. And that was actually something I was nervous about when I first took the role on. And I'm very open about it um, because all of us are kind of guilty of pointing that out on an actor. I mean, I know when um, J-Lo books Selena, a lot of people were pissed. She's not even Mexican. She's Puerto Rican, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But she did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter. And I think sometimes we can segregate ourselves and discriminate ourselves when we should really be united. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really important to me. And I'm honored that I get to play someone that, a culture that I didn't even know about and I've had to do research on. So it, I know it matters, especially today, being Latina and really representing and taking it seriously, like we talked about earlier, the platform that I have. Yeah. And I'm honored that I'm one of the few that's like, you know, getting in that door to like actually star in something because it's not easy and it's not really available to us. Hmm. I, I mean, it's interesting too, because it sounds like you truly care about it and mm-hmm. it's not not someone that's like throwing away this um, opportunity or like not hearing the people that have feedback about it, but instead just offering the fact that you genuinely care about representing in the best way that you possibly can. Right. And it's because I've never been asked this question before until recently. Mm-hmm. When was the first time you saw yourself on television? Oh, wow. And I was like, uh, I, uh, I don't know. And I 
didn't, I never even realized that someone is when they see me or when they see Gina Rodriguez, they're seeing themselves Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, it's not just like this or, you know, I am normal. Right. I mean, I remember I love to bring it on, but there were no Latinas in there. Right. Um, and I remember, okay, Selena, um, uh, Quintanilla, well, no, she was a singer. Okay. There was JLo, but okay. Um, some Hyatt? Okay. Uh, like I could name three people. Wow. And now there's more, which is great. That's so interesting too. Mm-hmm. And interesting that you hadn't even thought about it. No. And I didn't realize that back then when people told me you're never going to make it was because of that. It's because um, there weren't people like me on television. Interesting. Yeah. Oof. That's really cool. And also must be a little bit of pressure. Yeah. Cause I'm like, sure. I need another job. <laughs> Someone hire me. Um, Okay. A lot of people are asking about, like, what was the best piece of advice Tyra Banks gave you? Wow. She gave me a lot of advice. Um, I turned 30 while I was out there. I think she really was honing in on building your empire and your brand. And she showed Mm. me how she was building hers and how important it was to really learn it and be involved in it. Because even... Believe it or not, she's super plugged into her Instagram. That is her. Oh, yeah. No, that's the thing that I find the most fascinating about following her on social media is that she, I think she sent me a DM one time from a video that I did and she said something like, come to set and I'll I'll beat your face for like a video because I was doing like a makeup tutorial thing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you can come to my trailer. And I was like, is this for real? Right yeah. Now? Yeah. She believes in women. She loves women. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Women empowerment. So, and I don't even think she told me this, just watching her and how humble she is mm-hmm. and just genuinely appreciates the platform she has and wants to give it to people. Like I think- that really taught me a lot. Oh, I tell the story, but I forgot about it. Um, one of our actresses asked a question. Um, we had a designer there and uh, she was like, do you think, it, and she's young. She was like, she's like 13. Okay. She's like, Tyra, do you think it'd be inappropriate if um, I asked if he would design my dress for the premiere? And Tyra was like, yeah, you know, he's here to work. It would be inappropriate, but good for you for asking that question and coming to me and knowing to ask and not, you know, like she turned something that could have been a downer, like I'm embarrassed I asked into a positive. That's awesome. And so I learned that from her to really take negative situations and find the silver lining to make it positive. That's super cool. And also just like encouraging curiosity. Mm -hmm. That's very cool. She sounds awesome. She is. I want her to have another show. Is her show still on? No. Top Model? Uh, Her talk show. No. No. Okay. Well, maybe there should be another one. I'm manifesting it right now. Um, What is your favorite self-care tip? Uh, My sleep. Sleep? (laughs) It sounds like it. I'm like, go home and take a nap after this if you have time. Sleep, wine, and then sleep. (laughs) Yeah, in any order. Yeah. Um, Someone's no, did you have to learn all the cheer moves for Bring It On? Yes, we did have to learn all the cheer moves, and I was a cheerleader in high school. Oh, you were? Mm-hmm. Oh, so you had an advantage. Yeah, I, was, I think it was more the dancing part that gave me an advantage because uh, we did have a dance audition. We didn't have a cheer audition. Oh, really? Yeah. So that gave me a huge advantage. Oh, wow. And we were auditioning at the studio that I was dancing at. So it was great. Oh, but, there you go. Yeah, we had about we had a few weeks of rehearsal before we actually started shooting, which okay. was really fun. Yeah. How was that set? Um, it was my first time ever on a set. Oh, really? I didn't know anything. I didn't know what a mark was. Uh-huh. I didn't know that we could take our time after the director says action. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know how to read a call sheet. Uh-huh. I didn't know anything. I didn't know that, you know, 
crafty was as um, amazing as it is. <laughs> yeah. And I definitely gained a lot of weight on that set. But they like brought us like Roscoe's and Popeye's and stuff. Oh, dang. And I, there was a scene when we were doing Shibuya because I had eaten so much. Uh-huh. My button literally popped off <laughs> in the middle of the dance. And they had to, I don't know, use elastic to tie it back. It was bad. That's so funny. Is yeah. that in deleted scenes anywhere? No, thank God. <laughs> There's Actually, some I, editor out so- there that has that clip somewhere. Someone's going to find it. (laughs) Now I'm so curious. Um, A lot of people are asking about what is your greatest personal and professional accomplishment? Personal accomplishment is actually realizing I needed help and seeking therapy. Oh, cool. So that was a big one for me. I think that's really important to like... um, I was talking to someone about this the other day and I like normalizing that because mm-hmm. I think people get really afraid to seek help. Yeah, um, I guess it's different now for sure. But culturally in the Mexican culture, and I talked to my uncle about this, mm-hmm. you don't go to therapy unless you're considered crazy and you need to go into an insane asylum. Oh, OK. So when I first really realized that I had to go and realized what it was and I told my mom she had a freak out really she's like but yeah well she said in spanish she's like no, estás loca. like you're not crazy why do you need to go you're fine uh-huh i'm like mom like we went through a lot growing up and you know i suffered a lot of trauma with this last relationship like i really have to like figure it out and yeah. it was my acting coach that said i'm not gonna coach you unless you go really mm-hmm. wow like people really had to intervene um gina who's over here has like been my best friend since we were 14 we work together now but like she came to set one time i was filming a movie she goes I need to talk to you. You're not okay. And you're, we haven't spoken in weeks. Like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that was a personal accomplishment. I still go and, and, you know, I talk about it now, but that was definitely something big for me. And I've grown a lot from it. Yeah. I think if you have the means to seek out in any form of therapy that makes sense for you, I always encourage that. Mm-hmm. It's difficult, but it's, you know, things have to be hard to get easier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I always compare it to storms, like what happens after a storm? Mm-hmm. You know, the sun comes out, the flowers are bright. I mean, we just had those rain showers and we had the greenest mountains ever. I know. It was so, we lived in the Shire for a second. Exactly. It was nuts. Yeah. Um, okay. Last question. Uh, they want to know death row last meal. Carne asada with frijoles con tortillas. Wow, you had that locked and loaded. Yeah, I also just had it yesterday. <laughs> okay. And every time I have it, I'm like, this is so good. Um, that's incredible. Um, thank you for being here and no, making thanks. time and talking with us. Before you go, every guest that's on the podcast gets a personalized fortune cookie from us I was us staring at that you. this whole time. Yeah, sorry. We never really bring it up. And it is a weird thing that just linger on the side. Can I open it? <laughs> yeah, of course. Right. See, what it Where's the fortune? Um, it might be tucked in Oh, it is. Oh, yes. <laughs> I just watched Dead to Me. Have you guys seen that yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. Have you? Okay. So I'm like, is it the note? <laughs> <laughs> a dog walked by and tooted against your car this morning before you woke up. It's probably mine. It was somehow, ra- it somehow, it has somehow raised the value of your car. Well, I do have a very cute dog. You do? I do. What kind? He's a terrier mix. I'm not sure. He's a rescue. Oh. But um, he's very cute and uh, everyone wants to pet him, but he is afraid of the world. <gasps> oh, okay. He's I, in therapy right now. Good. Uh, good. Oh, my life is cool. <laughs> Everything's going well. <laughs> uh, okay. Where can people find you online if they don't already know? Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm mostly active on Instagram. I promise I'll try to be better on the other platforms, but it's at Francia Raisa. 
Awesome. Thanks. And when can people watch Grownish? June 5th, mm -hmm. we air um, every Wednesday on Freeform at 8 o'clock. Perfect. Thank you so much for being here. Thank this you for having me. super fun. It was really fun. I especially know you're a wrestling fan. Oh, man. I know. Now I got to meet The Miz. Yeah. Or you, you guys need to do a buddy cop movie. Well, I would not mind doing another uh, Christmas Bounty movie. But, you know, I they were filming Ms. and Mrs. when um, oh, that's true. we were at the gender reveal. So you might see me there. Oh, I can't wait. It's like, where's Waldo? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, thanks for listening and watching. We'll see you next time on another episode of Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Goodbye. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. Not too deep. Grace Helbig. Whatever struggles you are facing from depression and anxiety to trauma and grief, BetterHelp can connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient you can schedule secure video or phone sessions as well as chat and text with your therapist and anything you share is completely confidential. Best of all, it's affordable and our listeners get 10% off your first month with the discount code GRACE. So why not get started? Go to betterhelp.com grace and fill out a questionnaire to get matched with a counselor you'll love today. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, producer and edited by Melissa D. Montz, writing by Diane Kang, production assistance by Katrina Henning, post-production sound by Chris Henry, and an extra special thanks to Flula for the theme music. 